We like to thank. We like to thank the turtle people for the land we meet on today. And welcome back, Couchies, to the Couch Commentator. Welcome back, welcome back. Welcome it's episode back. 51. Welcome back, we're back. Episode 51, World Cup Catch-Up. That's right. I'm Jake Thompson. I'm here with co-host Sexy Sexy Greg G. What up, yes. Greg? Yes, you are. <laughs> Sickness going around <laughs> our house again. But that's okay because I'm here, Jake, and I'm excited to be back and talking World Cup. Oh my God, the Rugby League World Cup 2021. There's World Cups everywhere. <laughs> that confuses me every time it comes up. It's like Rugby League World Cup 2021. I'm like, oh, I just on. don't understand it's why they do it. It's just stupid. <laughs> Come on, guys, move on. Yes, they did it with happened. the Olympics. We all know well. it. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Olympics did it. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's right. Olympics already did it. Move Simpsons on. Simpsons did it. Move on. <laughs> So we're going to like get right into, it's like footy's, footy's on. We're, yeah, we're, it's, it's post-season. It's rugby the off-season. never and stops rug- giving, Jake. And rugby league is still going. Yeah. Josh had a car, just keeps on giving. <laughs> anyway, more on that. Yeah. Um, so much World Cup chat to discuss. And, of course, because we've been off for a while, there's going to be so much um, other chat to discuss too. So, like coaches, plenty, for plenty, example, plenty of <laughs> there's co- been it's coach of, time in the offseason. Coach time, yeah, yeah, it's coach movement time before player movement really kicks off. It's time to shuffle up some coach coaches and let's fire one and let's hire one and let's do some other shit too. Anyway, um, <laughs> what else has happened in the meantime? Cam Munster said no to the Dolphins. He's yeah. fogged them off. Yeah, he says, "Fuck it, I'm staying with, yeah. the, with the Melbourne Storm." And, um, you know, we're going to talk Broncos, of course. Like, you know, we've got to catch up on our Broncos. There's not too much to catch up about, but we'll find something to talk about, folks. Always Broncos. But mainly World Cup. Let's get into it really soon. And um, Jamaica, we have a World Cup team. <laughs> rugby League. We're playing Rugby League now. Jamaica. Ha. Rugby League World Cup 2021 <laughs> kicked off with <laughs> England versus Samoa. Let's and, just uh, England let's had just no call home. it Rugby League World World Cup. Okay, absolutely right. I'm trying to annoy you. Is it <laughs> I know. Yes. Yeah. England <laughs> apparently had no hope. Uh, Phil Gill tweeting out because half the Panthers side was in Samoa. I think it shows. Yeah what half was in there that they got beaten <laughs> 60 to six. Yes, that's right. I'm talking none other than the Jerome Luai led half. And it oh, shows that he. How could it have failed? Bubkus without his partner in crime, <laughs> Nathan Cleary. Well, yeah, you could sit. There's a fair argument there. And uh, yeah, England were given no hope. A. And exhibit A. And England uh, let him have it. I guess the tries didn't start coming until like the 20th minute, but after that, they just flowed. Well, and that's the point. Like it it was a good game early and certainly the way that the game fell away there was 28 points scored in the last 12 minutes. It certainly didn't uh, look favorable on Samoa. 
I know through the middle of the game and most of the game they held it, but the way they fell away was just atrocious. It's embarrassing yeah. to get that many points put on you in an international match inside of 12 minutes. Like 28 mm. points is ridiculous. It's throwing up the white flag. So it's pretty poor performance. Yeah, given the caliber of the team they had, you'd, yep. like you'd think they would have been able to hold on. Needed to stem got, the blood yeah. flow there. Definitely. You've got to say, though, um, you've got England. They've got such a huge team. Like They get to pick from the English players that play in the NRL for Australia, and then they've got a whole competition back there too. Yeah, and a whole other competition. So their team's good. No, their team's real, it's real stacked. Good. And the, yeah. it's got some players in form, you know, Dominic Young just keeps scoring. Uh, Herbie Farmworth is obviously an absolute gun. They've somehow managed to jag Victor Radley, which is just yes. ridiculous. Yes. Geez, yeah. we have some loose rules in rugby league. <laughs> you know, I don't loose feel ass. as though he should be playing for England. That'd be my biggest thing. You know, the guy was only okay. talking about playing for New South Wales only a few years ago. So now all of a sudden my allegiance has switched. Hmm. It's interesting. And only our last podcast were we saying, you know, okay, let everyone play where they want to play. But when it comes to the next year's state of origin, is there, you know, are they still eligible? Yeah, I don't think they are when they pick those top tier nation so now victor radley is not eligible for uh, new south wales so he has made the choice now and i suppose we need to look to whether we do that for tonga and samoa but we are then chopping out a lot of great players because they certainly will have their fair share that will choose to play for their country because that is where their passion lies and you see it most of the time albeit not Mm. on show there the other night for samoa but the way Fiji play, you know, it, it is pure passion. They put it to Australia there for a while in that opener. And it's just based off natural athleticism and just really wanting to be part of something bigger. So mm. I think, like we said before, you may take away a bit from international rugby league if you make them choose. So keep the rules loose, I guess, for a little bit longer until we strengthen the international uh, competition and and then you go all right it's a this choice or the other you can't have both the other matches pretty much non-events you know they sort of fell the way they were supposed to and we are now into round two still the minnow nations obviously being part of it 84 to nil to scotland was a bit of a shocker i I take the point that we've got to give the chance to the, these nations to have a crack, but wowee, that's not much of a advertisement for rugby league and international rugby league for that matter. Josh Adekar just kept scoring them for fun. Nathan Cleary kicks like 12 goals, 28 points from him alone. Let Scotland have it. Smash 84-0. 84-0. It was Australia versus tries. the clock. <laughs> it was very good point jake very good point there was a multi to be had there and anytime try scorers i'll tell you that much like just oh, take your pick jesus and it was a is a different team uh to game one and um we had uh mr nathan cleary step up to the plate campbell graham was in there as well and those guys were they really featured quite a bit and josh Adekar, of course i mean like hello new south wales 
bit of huge mistake. Oh mate, <laughs> scene from Pretty Woman. Yeah, yeah worse and worse. With all these try scores, huge mistake. Huge. <laughs> uh, love it. That's yeah, all I um, keep thinking. Every time he scores a try, I'm like, if he was a Queenslander, he would have never left our side. Oh, so true, dude. He's got to be in their team next year. It's a no-brainer. Like, just Absolutely. you put him with stars, and look what happens. Absolutely. He just makes it happen. Yeah, makes it happen. Oh, well, real quick, um, the the goal lines, the like the try line, the try yeah, areas. They're, they're really small. They're always been like that, though, Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know it's like always that. been that way in in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. What about when they go to France? Is that going to be how how big are theirs? Uh, I think they're pretty similar. I do think it's yeah. just indicative of the European style of field. They don't mm-hmm. have that much space there in the in goals. I was only hearing about it through ABC uh, on ABC through the week that they're surprised that there hasn't been some more litigation because yeah. the amount of injuries that happen and they know this, that players are going to slide off the pitch like that. It doesn't stand to reason that they've continued to leave it like that. There's so mm. many really bad incidences that have happened over the time. Marcus by, I remember one, a, a winger for Melbourne storm winger or center from Melbourne storm a long time ago, he was playing an international match in England at the end of the season, he cut mm. open his arm on a, a sponsors panel thing. And I just yeah, thought right. from that moment, they might start pushing it back, but they just haven't. It seems ridiculous. <laughs> I saw a couple of the players take out a cameraman the other night and he was like, he was always going to get taken out. <laughs> he was in the line of fire. It was like, mate, you're, you're going to oh, get yeah, taken that out multiple time. times. <laughs> exactly. Mate, you're going to have another few more of those coming your way. Anyway, the reason I brought that up is because, um, you know, I think it favors the wingers quite a bit because they don't need a lot of space in the back. They just need that little bit of space just after the try line in, in the corner. So it really, I think it favors them. But Josh Adakar still did that amazing um, try against Scotland where he, where he kicked it. Um, someone else, some other genius kept it in field for him. Matt for Burton, him. Matt Burton through the legs, one-handed through the legs, and he manages mm. to get it back to Josh Adokar for that grubber. Yeah, and then, yeah, Adokar grubbers it, has to step out and then go back in, which is a classic NRL winger move. Yeah. And then he manages to ground the ball right before this goal line that is so damn short. It was It was just incredible to watch. It was great. That was the highlight of the match for sure. And that happened yeah. in the final two minutes of the it game. It was the 78th minute when it didn't even need to be scored. And yeah. best, the best uh, best try was scored. And Very that's cool. what you love seeing though, right? Like I, mm. if I see Australia play Scotland, I want them to see it. I want to see him win 84 nil. You know, I don't want to see anything other than foot on throat crush. So I'm yeah. glad that it happened. Uh we move through to the next round. <laughs> Unscathed. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> two points. Just happy to get two the two points, points, Greg. Just happy to get the two points. Uh, England versus France. They just get over the line. I know the score end up being favorable to England. In the end, France are nothing compared to what they have in past mm. World Cups. So, they needed to do a better job on them. New Zealand smash Jamaica. Jamaica, we have a rugby world cup league team. 2021 <laughs> is a year for us. 
<laughs> ben Jones Bishop from Jamaica <laughs> scores their one and only yeah. and first ever try in a World Cup for rugby league. That is superb. Um, is that right? I think they. Oh yeah, they only scored a, a kick. They 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 kicked a goal last week. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, well, I'm laughing and I'm making I'm doing the song and everything and doing the accent. But uh, I love how excited they were. They got their try. It was it awesome, so much wasn't to it? Them. And it really like you know I I sing that song with pride and respect. Absolutely. Okay? Yeah, I yeah. get it. I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> I like seeing it, and that's yeah. what I like about the World Cup. You get to yeah. see these just moments of passion and they can come in all forms. And this one came as a team hey, logged 68. They, sh- they shouldn't be scoring a try. Let's be honest. They like shouldn't. New Zealand shouldn't be letting them score any points. New Zealand Particularly in the last team. five yeah. minutes of the game. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it is worth celebrating. You know, you, you think it's a bit silly, but it's, it's definitely worth celebrating. You know, the only way is up. The only way is up. <laughs> That should be the song, not that one, other one I was singing. <laughs> well, um, yeah, yeah. Rugby League World Cup is is on. I don't think there's too much more to talk about, though, nah. because it's just a lot of floggings at the moment. And yep. then can't uh, wait to sing our teeth into unf- it. Yeah, exactly. And then otherwise, the also rans. Um, <laughs> They're playing each other and yeah, they're on show. They're playing each other. They're having some close matches there, here and there, but. But then not really. There's usually just one team that comes out on top. It's yeah. Let's just get done with it. Let's move through to the next stage, please. Yeah. What happens next? We go to because is there another round or winners of pools go, go then go into semis? a top eight? I imagine. I'd imagine that's mm. how they'll do it. It'll be winners of pools. Maybe it's something we should have looked into. You know what, guys? By the time we meet again, <laughs> we'll look into it. I don't think we needed to. It, we're still in round two. With, you know, we're living at large at the moment. I say pools, so. Jay. Pools go into then a final, maybe eight or six, and then we'll go from there. Sounds good, Greg. Are you, Greg knows these things, guys, and uh, I dare say um, he's probably running it, running this whole thing on the side <laughs> of, of, <laughs> of his normal <laughs> life, everyday life. <laughs> Okay, there's been so much that we've missed in the rugby league world of and uh, rugby league news since we last chatted, Greggy. Heaps, heaps, and we'll we'll dissect it all. Just before we do, just to finish up on the uh, rugby league World Cup um, with those goal lines. How about we make them even smaller? We'll have a just really <laughs> test, really test out the teams. And we Australia need it. We need a test, especially in those early rounds, like well, early rounds, especially in the opening two rounds. Um, you know, make it make it a bit harder. Should we make it a bit harder for him? <laughs> the way Nathan Cleary is playing at the moment, I reckon he could land it anywhere. So why not? Yeah. Anyway, just a bit of a joke there to lead us into some some pretty hard hitting news. We've had coaches get sacked. And uh, in Des Hasler, huge. It was pretty massive. I guess you saw it coming towards yeah. the back end of the season where they were absolutely just getting towed up when they shouldn't. They absolutely fell off a cliff. And it was very similar to the way our trajectory was, really. They were flying and then all of a sudden one thing happened. At least they can explain theirs. We can't bloody even explain ours. They had the Jersey saga and then bang, 
rug pulled from under them and they just suck from then on. Yeah, it's still um Is that his fault though? Still no, 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 no. I don't believe so, so. I don't get it. Like I feel like that was the catalyst, right? That was the main reason. So what are you doing? Are you blaming that incident on him? Are you blaming the culture on him? Where where do we sit as to why he actually got the sack? I'm I just don't get it. Des Hisler, Hisler, is manly. He is everything that they stand for. So for you to kick to the curb one of your favorite sons, you've got to have a good reason for it. So come out, let us know. Say, look, that culture that allowed that to happen, where we completely fell apart over one singular incident, that's the reason. That's why mm. we had to get rid of him. Give me something. They don't want to give us much. The, I don't know who uh, old mate was, if he's the CEO or the chairman of Manly, but you could tell he didn't really want Des around anymore. And he, they were asking him about Seabold before. Which one? The Pens, the, Pen, the Pens is the owner. So they don't like Hazard by the sounds of it. They've decided mm. that they just aren't going to tolerate him any longer. And... Yeah. The mud's been thrown from overseas because he's sitting over in New York, I believe. I think that's where he's based. It's such mm. a bizarre thing to, for particularly for Australian uh, rugby league or Australian sports setups to have an owner that's overseas like that. It's weird. Mm. Yeah, it might have been them. I don't know. They were getting like interviewed in a car park and it didn't look very much like a rugby league surrounding. So it might have been them. But there they were talking like, Anthony Seabold had already been hired and Des was still around. And then a couple of days later, the news broke. So it was just like, <laughs> it wasn't much of a surprise. It was pretty much the, the writing was on the wall and um, they tried yeah. to balk him out. See, they tried to get yeah. him to agree yeah. to those clauses and they thought he's not going to agree to them. You know, we, we want more control. We want to appoint our coaches underneath you. And he just called their bluff and said, yeah, sure. Okay, sweet. I'll go with that. I still want my job. And they went, ah, shit, no, we don't want you. You're going to have to go. We don't want you to have your job. <laughs> They're going to pay him out uh, quite a bit, I imagine. Yeah. He was still he signed is, for this year. He, was, he is going at them for more. He is mm. saying that he wants at least a million dollars because he would have had clauses in his contract that would have got him upgraded had he uh, been successful this year. So he's saying that, oh, actually, potential earnings could have been way more than that. And he doesn't feel as though he's been given the opportunity to earn that money. So that's where he's going through contractually. It is apparent that there's probably just going to be a settlement. Apparently, uh, Manly are offering him half a mil and he's going for over a mil. I'd say they'll just meet in the middle. He'll get something like 800, 900,000 and go on his merry way and probably pick up another coaching gig. Yeah, I'd say so. You... (laughs) Someone will pick him up, surely. Or say well. They're they're trash is someone else's treasure. Time will tell. We'll see it all unfold. I think the other big story there is the turbos, though, and how maybe um, story. Daily as well. Is everyone just going to be happy to follow Seabell? Absolutely. Daily doesn't care. He will roll around and just play with whoever is there because Mm. he is there until the end of his career now. The turbos. They are manly. They're ingrained in 
Brookvale. They could walls. never play anywhere else. There's no way. There's no way they, they go anywhere else. They coach yeah. for Manly junior sides. They are part of the the community. They love being there. So I think it's a non-event. I think that they're just trying to posture and show that they should be valued and their opinion should be valued. And they're not wrong. They um, make up a, a huge part of what that Manly football side is. So they should have a yeah. bit of a say in the club. It's true. Yeah, you, you think they would. You know, Turbo always gets injured and ends up in the box pretty much being like assist, <laughs> assistant coach for most of the year, like uh, Charlie from Mighty Ducks. So, you know, he just... And they still he, show he, Charlie yeah. the respect. <laughs> that, that young fella, that he got his did. respect. It did, bloody <laughs> uh, The Mate, other story, um, obviously, yeah, it, to go with this is the fact that Anthony Seabold off a five-year deal with Brisbane Broncos lasting for two is now going to be the coach of an absolute basket case in the Manly <laughs> Eagles. It's really interesting to see what he does. Yeah. He yeah. does have the experience, at least there at the moment, that he can have these complicated game plans. He's probably learned a bit from the past. I don't imagine it will be just as complicated as it was. You know, I think we've spoken about it before, but apparently he used to have like different game plans for every 10 meter zone. So to have like in attack and defense that what's that that's 20 different game plans for each section. And there's plays inside that, that is too complicated for some footballers to understand. Hmm. Well, yeah, it was obviously too complicated for the Bronx, especially with where they were at at that time. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know mate. What do you reckon? What did he, what's he do? Crystal ball. What does he end do? Of the year. Crystal ball. End of the year. What's Manly's winning record? Is it a winning record or a losing record? Uh, I look. Look, it it often does depend on if Turbo's there. He does make such a difference. Okay, if he can stay fit. It's winning. If he's not, it's losing. Okay, there you go. Turbo, All right. Yeah, uh, as simple as that. He Good really answer. does matter that much. Um, it it's not going to come down to Seabold and what he does. It's going to come down to what Turbo can do for the, for Manly. Interesting. Um, yeah, look, you know, put it out there. Look, I, like I think it. though, if Turbo's not fit, then uh, the Dolphins will at least beat out Manly. <laughs> Dolphin watch. Dolphin watch. Yeah. It's Dolphin Watch, baby. We're back. Plenty to talk about in Dolphin Watch. There's I just drop a huge bomb saying they're gonna beat beat out Manly if Turbo's <laughs> not fit. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know that Wayne Bennett is gonna be their coach next year. After next year, who the fuck knows? But and I think Wayne he, Bennett is already teeing yeah, off. He is teeing off hard. He'll make an impact. I think the Dolphins are doing right. Let's get into it, Greg. He's teeing off hard. What happened? Well, he is he's been pointing out the fact that they probably needed more allowances and and more of a leg up he's not wrong but i don't understand why they didn't start beating this drum well before this stage guys the season's around the corner your preseason's about to start yeah. and now you're saying oh we should have been given more help no you were too busy saying oh look we're all good just give us a go and we'll do the rest and now yeah, you're saying oh we should have been given more help 
no, yep. you can't have it both ways. If you really wanted the help, you should have been saying from the start, yep, bring us in, but you know what? We're going to need some assistance along the way and start that, those talks early. You can't get to the season around the corner and now say, hey, we should have been given more help. Yeah, that's probably true, but it's too late now. <laughs> You're going to have to run with what you've got. Definitely too late and very good lessons to be learnt for the next team that gets introduced. But for now, they need to focus on the mess that is the Dolphins, but maybe not as big as mess as we all think because um, they just do have a really solid player. They've actually players that actually got like a lot of representative players, um, players that are in the World Cup right now. So, I mean, but anyone's playing for any team. <laughs> it's a lot of players. <laughs> there is, but, but, but in all seriousness, they do have some solid players. They do. Um, and um, it really would have helped if they had someone like Munster join their team, but Munster wanted to stay put. He liked store. winning too much, Jake. He really he didn't want to. doesn't he? Yeah. Didn't yeah he plays for that. Australia. You know, and he's got Harry Grant <laughs> there. He knows he's got Jerome Hughes. Yeah. They're going to yeah. build a forward pack yeah. around it. There's no yeah. reason not to stay at the Storm. Winning mm. is super fun. And I'm not saying that these Dolphins won't do some winning. I just think, like we said, it's going to be a few wins mixed with mixed with some admirable losses. And I feel like that's just exactly. the setup of this side. There's nothing wrong yeah, with that. I think it's a good do. way to build. And then the next year, maybe that's what Bennett's thinking. Maybe then the next year they do get a bit of a leg up from the NRL. But I can't see how they do it with the player movement side of things, you are going to need to just get a, a marquee player to commit. You can't tell them they're going to need to go because it's just not a free player market. Then there's mm. some restrictions you've placed on some players and not others. Yep. It'll be real interesting. What happens? It's um, dolphins. I feel will hopefully get some good attention next year and Maybe maybe a player puts their hands up and says, you know, marquee player um, goes over to them because well, it'll be make it'll make it interesting. Then you know it'll it'll make it worthwhile. Let's speaking be of until, marquees, until it happens, yeah, I do think that the hammer could have been a marquee mm. for the future, and unfortunately, mm. that's been a hammer blow to them, seeing that he's injured and he's going to miss a chunk of the preseason now. Yeah, that's um. Great to hear the signing, but then all for them, but then yeah, not good to hear the injury. That's that's bad news. Bad news for the Dolphs. They're just having it left, right, and center. But um, I believe, I believe. Wayne Bennett will keep him in shape. He'll he'll keep him on the right track. But then after that, it's like, you know, in the future, who's who's gonna keep the dolphins on the track they need to stay on? To stay, to stay at least successful enough to not to come last. <laughs> well, they'll probably do this uh, succession plan that they did at South. You know, they'll probably have that Christian yeah. Wolf underneath Bennett for a few years, and then Christian Wolf gets the gig. I can't see too many things wrong with that. Like I said, I think it's just a build, build on build year for the next couple of years for the Dolphs, and then in three years' time, Christian Wolf takes over, and hopefully they start to take off. Hmm. Yeah, they're going to have to have their own legs then, that's for sure. You don't need legs when you're a bloody dolphin, though, do you? <laughs> yeah, see, we're on the same page. We are talking the same shit. This is good. <laughs> oh, thanks, Flipper. On that note, let's uh, let's get out of this beach.
mighty Broncos, the mighty Broncos. It's time for Broncos chat. Da, 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 da. It's time for Broncos chat. Off-season chat. Broncos off-season. Oh, well, well, this can hold for, mm. for uh, other sports, but my Denver Broncos are terrible. That <laughs> happened <I'm> a shocker. <laughs> anyway, Broncos chat. Let's talk Denver about some Broncos. more depressing Broncos chat. Pat Carrigan coming to the Broncos and saying, hey, give me more money. I'm really sick and tired of it, Jake. I don't money, think please. It, it's not going to be the um, yeah, it's the whole pain heart scenario it? where he's like, you no, know, I no, want no, out. No, I, and I get no. that. And yes, he's a representative player. He's been the Wally mm-hmm. Lewis uh, medalist for this year. He is being arguably the best forward in the competition. But I'm so sick of these players signing contracts and then coming back for more. Just let the club come to you or have some clauses written to your contract that say, if I become the best fucking player on the planet, give me more money. But never before (laughs) has a player gone to a club and said, hey, I'm playing pretty shit at the moment. Can I take less money? You know, it's only the other way around. It's only when you are flying do you say, hey, hey, hey. I'm over here and I'm going awesome. So you take the good, you take the bad, you take the rest. And then you have the facts of life, Jake, suck it mm. up. You've signed a contract and just play to that contract at the end of it. Yeah. You will have proven you're better or sure. In Pat Carrigan's case, the likelihood is Ben Eichen would have come a knocking anyway, because he's not an idiot. He knows mm. that next year he's on the open market anyway. So you need to keep those kind of players happy. It's poor taste for me that he's come early, particularly with him being at the World Cup and his agent drops this. It is pure timing mm. from the agent. It's nothing but just a, a money ploy from his agent. And I'm fucking sick of, sick of it. The player agents rule the domain and it's just frustrating from a fan's perspective. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It is like perfectly timed. You know, of course, he's over there wearing a Australia jersey at the yeah. moment, and look at him. And then the yeah, look at him. Of course, you're going to pay him more money. You have of course to. You are. And we do have to. He's very important part of our team. Yes, we've all heard how good he is on the field, um, communicating and talking to the rest of the team, which very few players do because they're so highlight of the tired. Year, they can't talk. Highlight, <laughs> yeah. highlight of the year. Listening to Pat Carrigan talk in that Bronco setup. It really gave you some confidence that we were going in the right direction and we were flying then from uh, that part. We of were the playing year. really well at that time. So of the year well. too. And to hear that going on at the same time, it was like, Oh, well, those things are related to each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, of course they are, but whether or not they are, are or they're not, um, that is the perception. And he is super important part of our team and we're going to pay whatever he asks for, but shit that happens shit that it has to happen. And so publicly as well, you know, it I guess that's me. it though. It's it got to be public for, for it to yeah, happen. That's right. That's what they do. So it's um, more posturing from more wankers, but so be it. It's the time of season for it. Other than that, Jake, we, um, we look pretty much set for next year. Steve Kearney? Steve Kearney? Yeah. Oh, coming that's over, right. Maybe? Sorry. Yeah, Steve No, Kearney I thought I'd chuck potential. it in here. I did leave it yeah. out in the coaches. No, it's, a good, it's a good point. Yeah. Uh, it, it is sounding like the drums are beating for Steve Kearney to come back, and I would love that. 
unless he's got like a Queensland Cup job where he's head coach, that you would say is why he's moving yeah, back. He to, may have um, something else lined up to get an assistance gig with Brisbane Broncos and. He, we didn't just get rid of a bunch of assistant coaches. <laughs> he was there when we were going really, really well. I don't mind having Stephen Kearney around at all. He's really good for the players. He seems like a good guy, so bring him on. He's been doing, obviously, great things at the Melbourne Storm. Yep. So um, he'd, be, he'd be great to have him back. I think Wait. you were just about to say um, that, yeah, we've pretty much got our team. It, we're pretty it much set, aren't we? Too many major changes, like in our top 17, it's a very similar side to our top 17 last year, yeah, this year, or whatever, whatever the fuck you want to say, this season, last season. I love looking at it. Like, if you look at the one, and we've got Reese Walsh in there too, exactly. You know, throwing Reese Walsh in there is a real gun. So, I'm excited about next year, albeit cautious. Mm. I just wish that we'd sort out that dummy half. I I love Billy Walters, but for me, he's a bench hooker. You know, he can bring the yep. energy. He's a smart footballer. I'm happy for him to wear 14. But if he's wearing the number nine, I, I just feel like it's probably a weakness in our setup. Everyone needs a gun number mm. nine. Is Corey Pakes that gun number nine? He probably hasn't been given the opportunity. When we were flying through the year, that tandem, Billy Walters and Corey Pakes was humming. So I guess for me, that's my biggest issue mm. going into the new season. Is that number nine yeah. going to be settled? Because it needs to be. NRL, you need a quality number nine. You need that guy to be your number one. Mm. Or number nine, but yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I agree. I think that is definitely the, the weakness in our in our side. Um, but like you said, it was going well at one point um, last season. So you'd hope it would continue. It's um, it is though you know if you have a weakness in your nine, then your weakness in your fourteen is your backup hooker as well. Like some teams don't need a backup hooker and they just have a ninety minute uh, ninety minute player. Sometimes ninety minutes, eighty minute player. <laughs> but that's not like that's actually becoming less of a less of a move now. I wonder if uh, Melbourne Storm continue to give Harry Grant little rests, or if he becomes an eighty minute hooker, is the eighty minute hooker dead? Is it no longer a thing? It will be interesting, particularly given the fact that a lot of the time their backup number nine when Brandon Smith wasn't around was Kenny Bromwich. So both mm. those players taken out of that um, backup hooker position now, I think they probably just roll with Harry Grant for longer minutes and then just make do for, say, a 10-minute spurt where he doesn't need to play at hooker. Really anyway, makes you think about how, how did how this get into damn Broncos good chat, Cam, Cam Smith was. I know now. Now I'm talking about how good Mate Cam it. Smith is. Every time you're always trying to bring in other clubs. I'm not interested. <laughs> it's Broncos chat, okay? Okay. For me, it just depends on the on the uh, time know. of the um, progression of rugby league. The mm. not the the 80 minute hooker probably was around McInnes's era, you know, where. Mm. It was unlimited interchange and, you know, through the middle of the field, you didn't, didn't matter. You got that many rests whenever you needed it or all the forwards around you were that well rested. You didn't need to be on for the entire 80 minutes, but now with the limited interchange, I do feel like the 80 minute hookup probably is starting to become less relevant. You have to be a gun. You've got to be, you know, Cam Smith to be able to last that long mm. in there. So 
I do like the the formula. I think it's important to have that backup number nine for us, but I'm just not settled on either. It's better when you have like a really solid number nine and then your utility player can be Billy more Walters. utility for other, if he's <laughs> Billy Walters yeah. and can he's available for a half role. If you want to give your half a ref, uh, rest at the end of the game. We should have gone maybe... hard at Ben Hunt. Mm. I guess we just didn't have the money, but for me, oh. you get, you get Ben Hunt and dragons are an absolute shambles. You know, you don't need to t- throw too much money at Ben Hunt. Surely the demons of Broncos past might've haunted him too much though. Who knows? Possibly. Mm. Maybe if we had have lost someone else big, maybe if Haas really did leave, we would have yeah. gone, we would have gone hard for gone Ben Hunt. Ha-hast. We would have had plenty <laughs> of money in the forward budget. Yeah. <laughs> Hus hard, hard hus. <laughs> oh well, thank God he's staying. Yeah. All right, Broncos. Love you and leave you. And once again, it's time for other sports. Over to you, Greg. Jake. Not only is it off season, so I suppose this is the dominant Mm -hmm. section where other sports really takes hold. There is just a shitload happening at the moment. The NBA has kicked off. The NFL is balls deep. The (laughs) World Cup for rugby. uh, If I type in NFL balls deep, is why I get the best news? Don't do it at work. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) (laughs) The World Cup for Rugby League is happening at the same time the World Cup for Cricket is on in the T20. Mm. So that's got to rate a mention. There is the Woman in Sport Awards where Madison Rosario. we spoke about her through the middle of the year. Oh, yeah. She's just endurance, uh, wheelchair, sprinter, rider, you know, multiple um, distances and she's got um, woman of the year in sport. So that was exciting. That's, yeah, that's incredible. I did. No, I did check it out. Too much to talk about. I genuinely don't know where to start, <laughs> but I'm going to start with the cricket world cup. We are off to a bit of a rocky one. They've had all these warm up matches where you play all the Minnow nations and we finally drew, you know, and started our campaign against a decent side in New Zealand last night and we got absolutely towed up Devin Conway from New Zealand um, batted brilliantly for about 90 odd uh, off 60 balls say and mm. the rest of the team just did their job in and around in the batting and we they scored 200 so not an easy score to get but we just started so poorly Aaron Finch gone early David Warner goes unlucky and then we were like three down for 30 and we just melted through that middle part all out for 111 or maybe nine down or something for 111. It was really a sad way to start the big. Yeah, I'm looking at the scorecard. It's not, it's not pretty. Oh, it was yuck. And we really <laughs> were setting ourselves up for that. I was very disappointed with our lead up games. I didn't feel as though we were setting on a lineup and we were just t- toying with everything we weren't good enough to be toying with everything we just need mm. to decide who was going to be our best players and run with them in a practice style format i don't understand how steve smith isn't there he is our greatest batsman particularly over the last decade mm. whatever format you're playing steve smith needs to be there in a world cup you need world yep. cup players in a world cup 
and he is one of those people. I don't get how your best friggin' batsman over the last decade isn't there. It pisses me off. It's mm. just not paying respect to Steve Smith, you know? Uh, I almost feel as though after Sandpaper Gate, it's it's been a bit of a um, shambles cricket in Australia. Mm-hmm. And the Shame. selection there for the World Cup for me is um, systematic of what's happening over there. They had Tim David there. And I'm not saying anything against Tim David, but he hasn't even played a world-class game in Australia. And already you're thrusting him into a T20 World Cup. For me, he is your cream on top. He is if you are flying and going into this T20 World Cup. We were not. So a bit of a mm. poor start there. Uh, there is another massive game in India play Pakistan today. For me, Pakistan could be the real Smokies of this World Cup. Baba Azam leading from the front. He's a great batsman, beautiful technique, and I just... Love watching him play. So watch that tonight. Mm. Or sorry, India and good farmers. Ask guys in Jake. or India. Yeah, I don't know, mate. Well, someone has someone watched it. Yeah, they don't would've. know. I don't know. Yeah, they would have. Someone would have watched it. Is it, are India going well? They they'll be going re- yeah really well. They they've yeah, gone into decent. this tournament fine. They're yeah they're a good team. They'll go well. Um, New Zealand, you know, by no means they they're no slouches. They were set up for success for this world cup certainly but we were just so poor uh england smashed afghanistan it's starting to get afghanistan animation yeah it's starting to get to the more uh serious rounds now so this is where we start to see the the world cup really kick off NFL is where I'd like to jump to next. And sadly, the Denver Broncos are just no flipping clue what they're doing. They were supposed to be one good player, a gunslinger in who I thought Russell Wilson would be a gun quarterback Mm, away from a, a Lombardi trophy. They unfortunately are so far away from it. They don't seem to be clicking in attack. Their defense is incredible. It's holding together every game and they've been in every game. They've just lost so many close ones. They played a, a game against the Indianapolis Colts where the uh, <laughs> home team, uh, home ground team in Denver, they actually started leaving as extra time started because they were that disappointed in the offense and how poorly their team was going. They did go mm. on to lose that game in extra time. So they they did um, pick the, the right rein there. But it has been a rough start for Russell Wilson. Mm. And they Greg, play a Jets saw, team this week that could yes, beat them. I saw, yeah, I saw they're playing tomorrow in uh, yeah. in our time. They are. Um, they are. They are playing the Jets. Now, I was just going to say, this is also a segment where Greg just spits a lot of sport and I look <laughs> on the side, look up these things. So I know what he's talking so can about. Follow along. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is how I contribute. Well, the real, <laughs> I, I, I think, but Russell Wilson, you, you hit it on the head, mate. It's all oh, the it's chat. Terrible. It's like, oh, it will um, be. you know, things, all the headlines are like, uh, not everything's not going to plan. And, you know, what is it? $392 million dream. Yeah, because they spent a lot of money for him. A stunning nightmare. (laughs) 
He's the second <laughs> highest played player in the NFL at the moment. It's Aaron Rodgers on 50 mil and him on 49 and a half or something. So yeah. they threw a, a pretty penny at him. And unfortunately, it's just not working. The rest of the NFL has been pretty much up and down. It's it's genuinely been uh, win a few, lose a few all over the place. The real surprise packet have been the New York Giants. Uh, Daniel Jones, relatively rookie quarterback, like he's been around a, a couple of years now, and he's surprising a lot of people. He is leading them to a, a five and one start, and you wouldn't have seen that in New York for a while. So that is probably the most um, surprising part. And then you don't really have any true standouts. The Chiefs are just one of the better sides, and they always will be. 49ers have shocked a few, but the rest of it is is like you know three and three record four and two record three and three four and two two and four three and three genuinely all over the place nowhere to really go and highlight to you these are the teams to beat aside from probably new york true there you go the nba has kicked off and it probably looks like the Golden State Warriors again are going to be a force. They have to, had to, had to pay a huge amount in luxury tax. It's like, you know, they they spent something like 150 mil over their salary cap. It doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense. The NBA salary cap. If you spend over that amount, you just have to pay it more in luxury tax back to the NBA. So you just really have right. to weigh up what's worth success is 120 mil worth success. You know, that's the fine we'll get is 170 mil worth success. So it really does mean whoever has the more money can just be better. It's probably not what a salary cap was designed for. So it's a bit of a weird one. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I understand that, but uh, (laughs) basically (laughs) you can pay more. So you, Hmm. you just pay a luxury tax for spending over the salary cap. But it's still fine. You're allowed to do it. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Golden State look like they're going to be a force. Um, The rest, again, it kind of looks like it's going to be some competition there. The Denver Nuggets have have been pretty good. And I saw saw they've won a couple of um, surprising ones. (laughs) The the, the old Nugs. Lakers probably are going to struggle. There is a guy at the end of the rainbow, though, for a lot of the losing teams. The tale of this season will be about the bottom end as much as the top end. There's a a guy coming out of the college system at the moment who's seven foot four and can dribble and can shoot. They're calling him (laughs) like a unicorn. He is an incredible talent. When yes. by him, when when by when when I, I I already seen this. You would have seen, it, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone already knows. Everyone's talking about freak it. Kid so, coming through, yeah, yeah. this freak yeah. kid. <laughs> it, it is incredible to have someone that's that tall that has all that kind of ability. So, yeah, yeah that will be um, just as interesting as who will win it this year. It's I, a good thing um, basketball's not real, not really a contact. It's not a contact sport. Sometimes they do make contact with each other. Uh, quite a bit but not 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 like nrl no so it's the, good the it's a good thing because i reckon if he got hit as hard as the nrl player got hit oh i just snap snap in half yeah because he <laughs> looks biggest... just so so like oh i'll be like careful you know like i know you're tall and stuff and you're playing nba but just be careful 
a lot of the ma- major injuries for those kind of players mm. come from like falling from large heights or coming down awkwardly on an <laughs> ankle. It truly from large heights, just falling over, <laughs> just, just saying, stepping out of the car. Okay, God, yeah, deal with idiots. No, you're right. It's generally them jarring themselves on the court and snapping their ankles or something, right? I, I, could, I could i could absolutely go on forever jake but i won't I, i'll just say that um the the last <laughs> bit of news i want to bring out of other sports is okay, in sure. college football the passion and the energy that comes with college football is incredible have you seen these goalposts that was taken out of the ground and, and driven out of the stadium by the by the supporting team oh look it up the Tennessee so, uh, Texans beat uh, Alabama for the first time in such a long time. I think 2006. So they've yeah. swarmed this orange swarm, has swarmed the field, pulled oh, the yeah. goalpost out of the ground, <laughs> and then shit. took them out of the stadium and threw them into the river. Man, college Just football is crazy. No it's Absolutely no joke. no joke. So oh my God. that's what they I'll sure leave you did. with, folks. Go Jesus. look it up. That is the passion I want to see yeah. at your next Tennessee home game. Texans <laughs> goalpost was enough for me to um, find it. Yep. it's like um, it's like seeing a group of fire ants um, just eat <laughs> eat a, uh, a carcass. That's exactly what it's like. Carry it away! Wow. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Oh no! Sorry. Before we before we do leave it, um, I will finish with yeah, Madison D Rosario yeah, sure. winning Women Sports of the Year award. I think that is a huge four time Paralympic champion. She just claimed two golds in, in Tokyo. She is an absolute weapon of a human. Let's go, Madison D Rosario. Let's go. Agreed. Agreed. Couldn't agree more. Distractions, distractions. I saw a big Scooby Doo dog uh, yesterday. Humongous. Jackie was like, went over, had to get a pat in, of course, because there's a dog, she's got to pat it. Yeah. Yeah, And it's like, yeah, sure, pat my dog. And the dog was like, (laughs) scared the shit out of her. And those dogs are huge. Yeah, they're freaking up. Oh, shit. And then he then he just kind of sucked for the rest of the time we were there. We went to a little microbrewery. Coke and Spirits in Brunswick. Yeah, why not? Why not? Absolutely. Looks like I'm kicking off distractions. Yeah, why not? Get into it. (laughs) And then uh, we were, like, pretty hungry then. Uh, So we went and um, went down to the Railway Hotel, which is in our area as well. And... um, had a lovely, lovely burger, Wagyu burger and chippies and another drink, a couple yeah, of drinks, um, and then walked home because it's our area. This is our hood, Brunswick. So we can just walk to these places. Our hood. Yeah. We're doing things. I couldn't believe it. Jackie and I were like, we're actually going we're out actually doing stuff. going this is out. <laughs> yeah. We, we went out the previous week too wow. because um, our good, good friend uh, Dave and um, his wife Corinna, Met us. Oh, up. that's right. We met up with Ripper. them in Melbourne because they don't live in the same state. So they 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 met up. 
Yeah. And um, they met up with us. Um, Dave was meant to come down earlier on the year, but he got COVID. So they, yeah, we all hung out and went out to a place in Fitzroy called Naked for Satan. And <laughs> it was, it, it's, um, well, the, the place itself is just a big vodka distillery, really. But um, we had some yummy food and drinks and caught up on old times and new times and you know, you you, you kind of like end up talking about the same funny stuff that you just have to every yeah, time meet exactly. up with each other. Oh, like, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 I'll tell you some of the things we can't mention on the podcast, guys. <laughs> you know, um, but uh, we'll talk about it later, Greggy. Yeah, but we had a really cool. great time, uh, and it was great to see them. And it's just easy to fall back into conversation with old friends because. Um, yeah, it's not hard. It, nah, it just, it's just comfortable. Comes, it just the flows. conversation comes easy. It just flows. Yep. You're just really enjoying the moment because you get to catch up again. And um, yeah, they were on. They were on their way. They were actually in town when um, there was all the flooding and stuff was going on. But it didn't really affect them too much. So they got pretty lucky. Brilliant. And um, Been going mental down there. Yeah, yeah. Plenty of rain down here. Lots of flooding. Um, my mum and dad, where they live, um, in they're in Maribyrnong. So if you probably heard that that suburb got pretty <laughs> underwater because they, they, there's a Maribyrnong River. So obviously that swelled up and anyone near there would have, you know, had a lot of water in their, in their house, I imagine. But they've got some nice places there, mate. They're, they're definitely wealthy. So I reckon they've got plenty of insurance. But you okay. don't wish it on anybody. No, you don't. You don't. Anybody. You don't. Exactly. <laughs> and... Um, but they'll be all right. And yeah, they'll be all right. Exactly. Yeah, they'll they'll recover. And mum and dad were just um, watching it all from the unit. But um, but where they are, it's kind of this man-made lake, and um, it swelled up heaps, and um, they were cut off from certain areas, but but able to carry on with their lives as well. So they just watched the carnage unfold around them. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. been some crazy stories, and yeah, it's just sad that there's so many people that would have just gotten over the last flood or not even managed to get over the last flood. And this next one's come through. So sucks. Hearts out. Yeah. Yeah. It's no good. It's no good. Mate, I've got recos or, or something else to talk about, but maybe over to you for some uh, personal life distractions. Oh yeah. Why not? We got stacks. We got a lot happening. We're finally getting towards light of the end of the tunnel stage for our Renault. Jake. Oh, that's true. It's the towards the end of October, and you said that things would you'd, you'd know you'd at least know the timeline <laughs> around about this time. I was freaking out this time last week. I reckon I was yeah. not yeah. entirely sure whether or not no, it was going to happen. Yeah, but yeah. I'd have to say this is the most confident I've been that it's actually going to happen for us now, and we're going <laughs> to yeah. get back in. So touch wood all the rest in my friggin' head but i um <laughs> i like the fact that it seems as though the build has been over today prepping for mm. tomorrow the sheets will go in fingers crossed by tuesday we may even have some plastered walls if that happens nice. i am getting back in here jake and i've uh put the hard work on my brother-in-law <laughs> 
the electrician to solve that problem for me. So hope you're listening, Johnny. Hope you're solving <laughs> that problem for me. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Uh, but yeah, it's really exciting. I am really pumped to see the end result. I think this is something that's been up in my head for a while. So I'm really mm. super excited to see where it lands. Before you go into your recos. Yeah. I will what about talk your records? You about one. I'm pretty sure you already mentioned it, though. Zoe's Extraordinary I like... Playlist. Uh, Did you watch that? No. Zoe's Extraordinary but, Playlist. Oh, maybe. Fuck, I'll have to look it up. Okay. I actually like when you mention things that I already know, I know. about. Then, well, I most can, of... then it is a conversation. It's not just me <laughs> saying something and you saying something. Most of the time, mm. I do try and listen to, uh, and and act on your recos, Jake, but there's so many of yeah, them. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I know. And actually, I don't have heaps today, which is why I was hoping you'd have some. But, yeah, um, well, I do. Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist is an interesting one. It's certainly one to watch as a couple. So if you're looking for one to watch mm. together, there's a bit of everything for everyone. You have to like music or musicals or music inside of episodes because they break out into song a lot. It is... Um, okay. Mate, I think you've recommended show, something I don't know about. tunes in the middle of things and, or, you know, all, all pop, pop songs. Some of them are really emotive. There's some uh, super emotional storylines to it. So I had a lot of cries. It's um, one of those ones. Greg's that you crying, can, everybody. You can laugh, you can cry, you can really enjoy it if you get into the musical side of it. So watch it. What's it on? How do I watch it? We're watch watching it on Stan. Stan. Okay, cool. Give us a uh, subscription. Yo. Yeah, absolutely. I've got one, but give us another. <laughs> okay, cool. Love it. Thank you very much, Greg. All right, before I get into my recos, um, are you going to go see, see some new movies? Black Panthers next month. Are you going to see Black Panther? Oh, wicked. Oh, if I've got the time, yeah, I'll give it Enough a go. Forever. i will get to it in forever that's for sure yeah yeah you know what it's about no no namor namor is in it namor namor is essentially aquaman for marvel except namor i think debuted first in the comics so he's just an underwater dude uh atlantis is underwater i don't think they're calling it atlantis in this because they don't want to confuse everybody with yeah aquaman yeah um but it seems I think they've got vibranium down there as well and a bit of a claim to vibranium and they've got lots of cool technology as well and they're coming up to Wakanda to pick a bit of a fight with them. Oh, I do like yeah. Black Panther. I'm sad. Mm. Chadwick Chadwick's not going to be there. Yeah. Well, Siri, 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 she's going to be, she's going to be the new Black Panther. Um uh, how they get to that point, I think, will be part of the story. And then, um, you know, introducing all these other characters like Namor. And there's also a character that's going to be kind of the next Iron person, Ironheart. Oh, okay. uh, she's, she's a female female Iron person. <laughs> anyway, her, her character's <laughs> Ironheart. Um, Riri Williams is her character's name. So she's yeah she's gonna don don some iron iron person armor. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, so let's just throw heaps of shit into a movie as Marvel does, and it's kind of their like 
big movie to finish off their um, phase, the current phase. So think of it as like a big Avengers movie, really. All right. I'm down. I'm I'm obviously down. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying it's not just a Black Panther movie. It's, there's a lot. There's a lot doing. Okay. Excellent. There's Black Adam movie out too. Lots of lots of yeah. black movies out at the moment. <laughs> I saw the feedback on that. Wow, well, sorry. I saw one feedback yeah. thing on that wasn't great though. Mm. I've heard it maybe the movie might fall a bit short, but then um huge, huge, huge spoilers. Do oh, don't huge... spoil it. No. No. Oh, there's well, can I at least I, I'll say there are there are cameos and apparently like the mid the end credit sequence cameos are it's the best part about the movie, but it's not in the movie. So it's like, uh, <laughs> it's like, you know, promise of something good that you don't, don't actually get. I'm lost. So it doesn't matter. You're like, what does that even mean? Other people will know what I'm saying for sure. Someone will. I'm sure. Of Someone will. You don't oh. want me to spoil it for you. And no, I, I don't respect spoil that. <laughs> Okay, real recos, and they're not really new recommendations. They're just shows that have pretty much come to an end or have ended. Um, Rings of Power, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Oh, yeah. Finished first season. I liked it a lot. Plenty of people didn't like it. So this is a real mixed bag. You, you, Interesting. I guess you watch it to make your own decision. Yeah, it's okay. just like watching Lord of the Rings, though, I think. So if you don't like that, then... If you did like Lord of the Rings, then you should be saying, yes, yeah, I enjoyed that absolutely. show. Absolutely. If you didn't like and Lord if, of the Rings, what the fuck yeah. are you watching it for? <laughs> look, oh, I don't I, even like Lord of the Rings and oh, I hated oh, this. sucks. Yeah, look, what I don't think idiots. that's the case, though. I think there are people who are right into Tolkien and Lord of the Rings that don't like the show. Uh, I, I don't see it. I, I, I think it's, it's very good. Um, I'm not going to really defend it too much because whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't make it. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't bother me that much that you don't like it. Um, House <laughs> of Dragons, though, Game of Thrones, House of Dragons is certainly getting some great traction um coming into its season finale uh tomorrow night, our time. So you you guys would have seen it already, maybe. And um, yeah, that's really that's heating up. There's lots of time jumps. It's like you never know what age the actors you're watching are gonna be, but they're pretty much settled now, I think, in their in their ages and um yeah shit has gone down it's been very political season because it's all about of course the game of thrones the succession who's going to be the next heir is that heir actually going to become the the new leader the new king or queen and so yeah that's what the show is a lot about but uh it's really been giving you bits of outrageousness and gore you know just people getting their heads chopped off and when you least expect it and it's just like heaps of fun and um yeah just ridiculous um over the top some of those moments are really over the top (laughs) good over the top it is good mate it's all good it's all good it's just like you know because you're watching an episode that's like oh my god this has been a bit of a boring one not boring but it's just been a Slow. lot of people talking about oh, I should be the succession of this, yeah, world, right. this okay. land. It's like, oh, is there a whole episode about this? And then, <laughs> you know, things heat up and someone gets their head chopped off and you're like, oh, oh, oh that was a good way for the episode to end. <laughs> you, know, you probably would have thought it wasn't a very good episode if that didn't happen at the end of it. Okay. Yeah. I dig, that is I dig. that is pretty much talking about an episode. That's exactly what happens in an episode. Um, 
The, the end, the last one, um, though, was incredible. Huge moment at the end. There was a dragon involved in it, and it was like, oh, my God. It was it was a jaw dropper. And then shit has hit us the fan. <laughs> That's when I start to really get into it, when I start seeing You haven't been dragons. watching it. Yeah, but yeah. I just, yeah. Bit of dragons I, I, in I it. I think I'll wait start. till it's completely yeah. done, and then I'll dive in. Well, um, season finale uh, comes out like soon for real so you can watch you can watch all of season one because there won't be another season for another year and well we're about to be binge. i would i would get into it yeah we're about to be binge zone i think zoe's extraordinary playlist only has two seasons and we're halfway through second season so oh cool i've been watching plenty of other shit let's be honest like since we last spoke oh, you know, um, you know mate, i've been watching things it's but... been weeks there's been weeks in between you've finished movies but series i have i have finished like, entire you, you lifetimes it. <laughs> and it's halloween season so i've been watching plenty of scary movies but i'm not gonna bore you with that because i know you don't like it not interested jake i've been watching more survivor oh yes now i have peak interest so before we last spoke you hadn't seen the last episode. Am I correct mm. in saying that you feel you robbed? Correct. You feel robbed. Oh, uh, and that oh, was probably no, you know what? the worst Australian the- ending <laughs> I've ever seen. Look, it was a weird one. So to set up for people who are still listening, <laughs> 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 we had um, some pretty athletic contenders in the top three. And we had one of them, though, was uh, Kirsty, Christy? Christy? Proper goat. The very <laughs> definition goat. of a goat, yeah. just being led yeah, along yeah, with yeah, grass yeah. the entire time. Hey, come over here, Christy. <laughs> Vote with us. No worries, darling. No worries. Cool. Let's Sounds move good. over here, Christy. Anyway, chomp, long story chomp. short, Christy wins because uh, somehow she comes out in the end and is like, it was all part of my brilliant scheme. And oh, what everyone, a rock of yeah, absolute that. shite. Jake, yeah. uh, sorry, did, sorry to cut you off. She won that immunity challenge at the end there. And I think winning that was obviously what got her to the end. But and she wouldn't have got some there respect. if it wasn't for the begging and the pleading in this, yes, in, yes. in that rubbish so uh, emotional blackmail that she went so through. So much of that, wasn't it? Please, effectively just let take, me win. Yeah, to effectively take uh, Lee <laughs> out. I think for me, it was just poor taste. I've never seen someone so just blatantly beg and then try and turn it as if, oh, that was my plan. It was all part of my plan. What a crock of shit, mate. You knew you were gone. You begged for that spot. And for some reason, he gave it to you. It's ridiculous. She got got very lucky. Yeah, look, I'm kind of with you there. But I kind of didn't want Lee to win either. I didn't really like any of the top three, and so I get, I, it, it all it all kind of it all kind of soured for me, to be honest, yeah, towards fair. the end. And when Christy won, I thought it was a bit like, oh well, whatever. At least it just blew up in everyone's faces. <laughs> like that's kind of how I ended up. And I was just like, whatever. So on to season two. I don't even but, care. But I don't even give a fuck. I don't even give a fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, Christy winning. Yeah, it was ridiculous, but whatevs. Um, it just goes to show at the end of the final tribal council, if you can deliver a good enough speech, give answers, put your hand up for the things you've done, then 
that game respects game or whatever you want to say. Yeah, but I yeah. just and I know, I know, but Lee, what game do you respect? Lee there? Lee fucked it though. Lee was doing his whole argument was I tried to play the game with honor and respect, not lie, not cheat, do all the things. And it's like, but you the biggest hypocrite. And I didn't like his stance. And I would not have voted for him either if it was just those two at the end, because I didn't like the, the way that he thought that's the game should be played. It's the exact opposite of the way Survivor should be played. And well, in eventually, two, the entire cast came out playing hard. And oh, I loved I it from the beginning. It was yeah, like it was good. This is what I like to see. No one should be crying about having respect and, you know, and lying, not lying and cheating. It's like that's the whole game. Just own up to it, admit it. But he couldn't, it. Lee couldn't do that. And I think everyone decided that if he, you know, if he still wanted to be the big guy about the whole situation, they weren't going to vote for him and they didn't. Yeah, fair. I'll take your point. Mm-hmm. Mate, take it from someone who's been thinking it. <laughs> um, it was shite, but yeah, season one done, whatever. I've watched all of season two. Yeah, nice. Watched it Ripped watched it, it apart. All. Of course you did. Ripped it apart. Yeah. Um, who won that? <laughs> now I can't even. Mate, I don't even I'm... remember. Oh, that was, was one um, I was so focused on talking to you about. Uh, it was Jerry Jericho. No, remember Jer- little Jericho? Oh yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's Filipino a nice guy. bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, little. He dude, was a yeah. nice guy, and they played. They all played hard that season. I, yeah, I agree with you. Everyone just played super hard. Yeah, yeah like you had one. like um that AK guy. He played really hard yep, from day yep, one. Yep. Um, Henry and Lockie, they were big contenders throughout the game. Henry went home with the idol around his neck. Um, that yeah, just a really great season. I didn't really know who was going to take it out. Tara did really well to get all the way to the end. Everyone listening is like, who the fuck are these people? Who the fuck but um, are you talking about just to sum man? it up for you guys who are still listening. Um, it, yeah. It was just a season where everyone played hard. I strongly recommend a rewatch. It was really good. Um, season three, I have started watching. Yes. Can you believe it? Only a couple of episodes in. This is the champions versus contenders. Oh, yeah. Ripper. Yeah. Like Matt Rogers is there. Yeah. Um, Maddie, that was so good. God, that's yeah, a good series. So, yeah. Um, watch, yeah. Following Maddie closely. That Steve guy, Commando. Um, biggest Loser, he's there. Yeah. Brilliant. Anyway, there's, there's heaps of heaps of people there. Shane Gould, Shane Gould's kicking around. As Shane well. Gould, mate, she's good in it. She's bloody good. Well, look, yeah. yeah okay, sorry, I won't yeah. give away too yeah. much. Don't don't know too spoilers. Yeah. But um, Russell, Russell from American Survivor, did oh, yeah. only mainly made it a couple of episodes before <laughs> yeah. he got voted out. Obviously, as one. you would. Oh, but course. he actually had an idol. He found an idol the first day, yeah, but he didn't use weapon. it. He decided not to use it in tribal council, and he thought everyone out. had everyone in his hip pocket. Silly bastard. Yeah. Nah, he didn't. He underestimated that the Aussies love a good blindside. <laughs> he just underestimated himself. Why would you want to keep <laughs> that bloke yeah. around? Why would you want to keep him around? Yeah, no, nah, he should have just played that, played it hard. Anyway, probably enough survivor chat for anyone's ears. Probably. But just know that I'm watching a lot of it. And um, I'm like, every day, I'm like, do I want to be on Survivor? No, <laughs> no. But I do ask myself, and then I quickly say, no <laughs> but i want to be how do i do it and not not do it oh actually right before i finish up um different show altogether, but very similar to survivor the mole oh the mole, yeah 
is on Netflix. The Moly, Moly, Moly. The Mole is on Netflix. It's an American cast, but it's shot in Australia. Get your head around that if you can. And um, yeah, it's okay. great. Who is the Who is the Mole? You got to figure it out. I love it. I just love that whole that one person is there to undermine you the whole time, and you have to figure it out. I just think that's a great premise. It's a and, idea. Uh, yeah, it's and it yeah, and it seemed way yeah, and it seemed way less um, taxing on your body. So I think I'd do the mole, not Survivor. <laughs> Good bet. <laughs> All right, that'll do. <laughs> Well, it's the end of the couch commentator. Now it's time to say, see you later. Now it's time to say, see you later. Yo, come back now, you hear. <laughs> no more evidence <laughs> than the chat between distractions and now that we could just yeah. continue to do this forever <laughs> without <laughs> recording it. Seem. And it wouldn't matter. Yes. <laughs> we would yes. do it anyway. Yeah. The, oh, it's very we spoke similar. about another 10 minutes of Survivor chat at <laughs> the end did. of that, guys. We had to, I had to unload even more. It's like, but Greg, there was also this psychotic lady that got up and just unloaded onto Lee. Also, he had no hope. He had no, no hope. way. She should have won. <laughs> it was baffling. Anyway, thanks anyway. so much for putting up with us. We are back, Couchies, and we are loving it. Yeah, we are back. And um, as Greg said, yeah, it's just it's easy you know we just even in between the in-between chat is much like this so <laughs> if only there was a way you could listen to it all yeah. but there isn't not for now not for not the time for being we'll find one no. yeah um here we go we're at the end rugby league world cup catch up it's only at the beginning up on quite a bit yeah yeah we've caught up on all the news yeah we've told you a bit about world cup i think we've done our duty i think so <laughs> I think so. Be plenty more really other sports coming, that, kids. Mate. So stay tuned for that. It's pretty much off season, so it's other sports, yeah. guys. <laughs> we need we need some players to get into some trouble because that's always good fun to talk yeah. about. Yeah, we were spot on with our Panthers chat, even though we didn't know they their their shenanigans went on even further than they did. Yes, yeah. <laughs> just bagging other teams and just being just being rubbish people. Wankers. <laughs> Just a little, just a little bit of Ray Panthers hate at the end of the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie, it does sneak in. Um, but yeah, folks, thanks for listening. Make sure you check out our Instagram at, at the Couch Commentator and also our TikTok at the same handle. Be sure to subscribe, subscribe to our podcast, and turn on notifications and all that jazz. Oh, oh, oh. and also soon we'll be sending mm. out what you need to do to vote for us for um, most popular podcast in the australian podcast awards oh yeah we could just do an instagram post just for that maybe too we will that's a good idea we're coming up with ideas on the spot or ideas people <laughs> but uh for now i think that's the end of the show thanks so much for stopping by couchies we'll see you next time thanks greggy it's been a pleasure <laughs> sexy sexy greg <laughs>